in episode seven of my second playthrough of Westworld. And it's enjoyable. Good. <laughs> oh, man. It's... I, I tried to... I don't know if it was just the fact that season two was already out. I mean, season two was already out when you rewatched season one. No, I've, I've rewatched it before it you came did. out. Yeah. Okay. I just like just I finished it like a day before season two started. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I tried to I tried to rewatch season one. I was thinking about this the it other just day. It feels so slow when you already know what happened. I don't know. To me, I was I was listening to something the other day and they were take th- these people framed it a different way where they were talking about how they hate watching movies because everything moves so fast in movies. Mm. And it's like, they, I can't remember what they were talking about. They were like, but they were saying, I wish we could just take that movie and make it a, a 10 episode There's some. miniseries on Netflix. Yeah. Instead what was I of, thinking that about? But I, it made me think of when you were talking about season one, season one it, just feeling like it takes so long to like yeah. get anywhere. And I'm just like the complete opposite. I'm like, I want to sit in it. You know, I just want to like, I want well, it to see, wash over me in a different that, way. Part of that is like, if I've watched something, like I watch it and that's basically just solely what I do is watch it. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, like that with certain shows. Right. Westworld. But Walking if, Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. Of course. Better of course. Call Saul. But like if I'm going to rewatch it, I'm not going to rewatch it while I'm doing something else because that just doesn't yeah. seem like something worth doing. Um, so even if I'm going to rewatch it, then, which is one reason, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even a big rewatcher of movies, even, even as quickly as they move, because it's just like, I know. What's a big time commitment? Well, yeah, I mean, especially on a TV show level. But it's not on a TV show, really, because you can, you can knock out an episode. Well, yeah, but if I'm going to. I mean, they're going to do all the episodes. It's like 40 minutes or, not. or two and a half hours. Well. That's what I mean. Like if you've got, if you've got an hour. But I feel like I've actually completed something if I watch a movie. I, I mean, I, was, I guess maybe I was thinking about it. We just finished The Center season one, which is good. It's on USA. It's was that on, the one on with Netflix, the, Jessica Biel? Yeah. And um, she just, just goes ham on somebody yes. at the beach for no reason. Yes. It was really, really <laughs> it was interesting. And it was like, I think I thought at one point, like, how would this be as a movie? Like, it would just have to be like so packed. Yeah. And yeah, there would be like no room for anything to breathe. And yet, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about watching, uh, I was thinking about rewatching uh, Mystic River recently. Um, because it's an intense movie. The, the, yes, the one time that I saw that movie, I think I've only seen. Don't it Don't get once. it confused with Mystic Pizza. <laughs> I think the only time that I've watched Mystic, I think I've only watched it once, but it like blew my mind, and I, it was like one of my very favorite movies. Um, the same thing with probably Seven as well. I remember watching that, but I've only watched it once. Poor Even God. movies that I loved watching, District Nine is another one of them. That just like I just watched that and I was like I just so enjoyed that it was just so so good. I guess part of it is that I'm looking for like I'm not gonna get anywhere close to the same experience on a rewatch, no matter, no matter what it is. TV show movie, you just don't get the same experience. It's a different experience. So I don't know, man. It just depends on the show because like yeah, Westworld's a, a different animal because 
both of these seasons have been, you get to the end and you're like, oh crap, I totally was not on track with what was happening all the time. And so it's like rewatching. A little bit, I guess that first watch to me, there's like so much, there's so much to think about because there's so much unknown. And on rewatch, what I see is like, oh, okay, that's what that was. But then it's like 25 more minutes until there's another thing. And it's like, oh, that's what that was. And when I, on the first watch in those middle 25 minutes, it, it didn't feel like just like on rewatch, it just feels like kind of filler to me between big hits. No, 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 no. So I don't know. Rewatching this second season. I mean, I haven't rewatched. I haven't even tried to. So much sooner. Cause like, I rewatched season one. I mean, right. it was a good, what, year? year? Year and a half. But rewatching this while it's still kind of fresh in my mind, I'm appreciating how expertly crafted this whole season was. Yeah. I mean, there is just, there's just so much Maybe I'll give that, a chance. that you're like, oh, wow. Like they, and, and, and it makes me understand why it takes them a freaking year before they oh. even start filming I again. Mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Cause I mean, like they have this, perfectly tight 10 episodes story that is just complex, you know, and like everything's laid out just how they want it. And there are definitely shows that I, I, I get that filler feeling from like the, the Marvel Netflix shows are like that. Like I like watching them because hmm. I, I haven't watched any of them, but they're pretty, so there's some really good ones yeah, and then there's some really not so good ones, but you kind of feel like, you know, if you're going to watch one of them, then you got to watch <laughs> all of them. Right. And no, I feel that way, no. but they're 13 episodes and like shows like Westworld and, and better call Saul have, it's funny how, you know, 22 episodes used to oh feel normal. Gosh. And then once, like, once lost started going down to 16 and lost is just mind blowing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's crazy. That's the first show. I really remember doing that because the first three seasons were what? 22, 23 episodes yep. each. And then season four is when it really started paring down, you know, to like 16 episodes or 14 or however many it was. Mm. And there's 16 episodes in the in the final season, I'm pretty sure. But like season four was 14, but I think it was because that was the year the writer strike. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's like that starts to get you used to that cadence, right? Then you got shows like uh, the Showtime shows, like the eight episode thing, right? They, or no, twelve. They 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 have the twelve episode thing. So like, okay, Dexter, um, Homeland shows like that they're always 12 episodes and it, it it's it's kind of nice because you get in these it's like three sections right there's mm. these four episode arcs in the season and so you you got you kind of get this natural rhythm to it right so i go I, I go from network television 22 episodes slowly coming down with loss to like 16 ish and then you know, Netflix with their, they like that 13 episode mark on most of their stuff. House of Cards, uh, all the Marvel Netflix, Netflix shows. Well, most guess, of them, most of them that I watch have been 13. On, I'm trying to remember anything that I've, I mean, eight episodes, eight or 10 episodes has been the most popular for me on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking like the OA was eight episodes. Uh, the Rain, I just finished watching, which is a Danish show. 
uh was eight episodes i just finished watching dark which is really i feel like their early original programming were all at that 13 mark maybe so and it has come down so uh stranger things is eight i think i guess that's what i'm thinking of most well, yeah, I think their first the season was stuff. 10 or some I, weird I, I number. I tried like House that. of Cards. I couldn't really. Well, every season on there is 13, except it. this last season yeah. is going to be shorter. But so I, I'm working my way down, right? Network 22, then, you know, kind of get in that 16, 14, 15 mm-hmm, range, mm-hmm. then down to 13. And then all the Showtime shows are 12. And and then uh, uh, Breaking Bad comes out and their first season's like seven episodes. And then their second yeah. season is 15. And then they kind of settle on... Uh, 16 and then uh, Walking Dead does the same thing, right? They come out with a short season one and then they get into, I think, maybe like 13 in season two. And then season three, from season three on, it's 16 Mm -hmm. and they split it up, right? You got eight for the first, you know, it's like A, season A, season B, right? Eight episode, eight episode. And then Breaking Bad did that in their their final uh, season. And then Better Call Saul, every season has been 10 episodes. But I'm just getting so used to shorter, more compact seasons where even shows like like uh, Luke Cage or Jessica Jones, these are two that come to mind because they had new seasons this this year. That 13 episodes, man, it's a drag. It's a lot. It's a lot of time. And then on top of that, the whole... On Netflix, you don't have you're not stuck to any time. You know, I mean right. you can go a little bit longer. I love that. I love it too, but when you got 13 episodes, <laughs> I don't love it as much. Okay. I guess I mean what I'm thinking most is that I love the variability in episode length that they will have with their eight or ten episode. I mean, it's almost it's almost like they come out with more miniseries than TV show seasons. Yeah. Tr- true TV show seasons. Because I mean, isn't that what, isn't that what HBO calls a lot of theirs a lot of times? Well, I think uh, mini series, if they come out with eight or some I mean, of them like, are though, you know I mean? Right. Like sharp objects is a great example, right? Like, there's not going to be a season two of sharp objects. I would assume maybe not. not going to be, I mean, maybe not. I, I haven't read the books. So but right. I mean, Westworld's only 10. Um, and they're, they're all about, right in an hour like a full hour not right. like 42 minutes but right full. yes no, that, that's interesting too because really if you look at 10 it's almost like 10 short if you look movies. at 10 full hours like how much shorter is that or longer is that than 16 42 minute episodes it just it's i mean it's like a psychological trick. 640 it just feels shorter because there's only 10 episodes it's like yeah. they, they're they're uh, so what is that? misdirection like 10 episodes of 60 minutes is 600 minutes. Hey, I don't want to hear your math, okay? 16 episodes of 42 minutes. 10 is, is less than 16. That's all I got to know. Is right around 650 minutes. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really not that much more, which is interesting. And it's just more broken up. Um, I can always expect you to ruin my day with math. <laughs> whatever. Oh, get out of town. One of the things that kind of blew my mind, many things blew my mind about the OA. <laughs> one of the, yes. One of, one of the things that most blew my mind was that one of those episodes was 30 minutes long. Yeah. Some of them were over 60 minutes. They were like 62, 63 minutes. But one of them was 30 minutes long. I cannot tell you just like how much that made me smile that, yes, like 
You just needed this, it, this piece to be 30 minutes long. So you made it 30 minutes. There's all sorts of stuff. It's amazing to me as I've, as I've just become more aware of how media is made and just like how much stuff is cut and just how large a first edit could be. I mean, that especially like with a movie, for instance, like yeah. lots of like movies are very long now and people will talk about that, that every blockbuster movie is over two hours long at this point, which used to be, used to be a rarity. I mean, you used to like that 90 minutes that, uh, that 90, maybe a hundred, 105, like 105 to mm-hmm. me is what I used to remember was like a, a, a decently long movie. Like they were usually like a hundred, 105, you know, your, your blockbuster, you know, drama movies, comedy is usually shorter. You're usually closer to 90 at that point. Um, but at this point, like 115, 120, 30, 40, I mean, Mission Impossible was two hours, 28 minutes was Mission Impossible fell off. Going to be honest with you? Yes. Didn't feel like it was long. No, no, it really didn't. <laughs> it was definitely longer, but there was no, there was no filler. There was no little. Um, Especially that, when I had movie. chicken wings and little sliders to Eco. eat while I was watching it. There you go. <laughs> You know, I mean, that movie was probably darn near four hours long on, you know, before it was edited and edited and edited and edited. I mean, I'm sure they just had tons of great footage Mm -hmm. that they didn't include. So I just really, I really, I mean, but when it comes to how much good media there is out there, I just really respect a nice, clean, tight edit that is just going to include everything it needs to and... Get this filler out of here. All that to to come back to, I, I've really enjoyed my second watch of Westworld season two. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a try. There's just so much other stuff. It's, it's gonna just, be hard for me to finish it though because now Better Call Saul's back, um, Fear the Walking Dead's back. Uh, so I've got see, and I haven't even watched either of those. Yeah, I haven't watched most of Breaking Bad. I've only seen about a, oh, a short season and about half of that second gracious, season. Man, so I really need to watch that. It's still, I didn't, I it's didn't, still my top show. Wow. Okay, I didn't realize that Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk is yeah. in Better Call Saul, and I love Bob Odenkirk. He, but he's in Breaking Bad. He's great. Better Call Saul is a prequel series. Is Bob Odenkirk in season two of Breaking Bad? Yes, that's when he first shows up. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I've gotten to him yet. You haven't. Probably, you'll know because he's unforgettable. All right, um, but he is, he, he is Saul. He is Saul. Yeah, okay. he's Saul Goodman. I love. Okay, so Breaking Bad is it's it it's well it surpassed Lost for me, which I I could I don't think I can never go back and watch Lost now. It's just too long. Like it's way too long. So it's interesting. I uh, it those it was, first three seasons. And by the way, that fir- the first season. Is awesome. Like I love that first season. Right. I could probably watch that first season. Have you ever tried to start rewatching Lost? I did rewatch it in in its entirety back in uh, 2010. Basically, right after it, <laughs> it ended that fall, the entire series was put on Netflix, and that's when I was working in Denver. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. And I watched the entire thing while I was out there while I was working. Right. Just I, I, I kind of assumed that it had to be during your Denver days. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things is if I if my work hours change, then one of the things I thought, you know, if I'm working at 
night or weekend during kind of dead times. Um, I just need to like fill the time a little bit with something that watching rewatching lost would probably be one way to do that. Cause I would love to do it, but it just doesn't ever seem economically economical time wise. Yeah. Without, without something like that. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And Lost is a show to me. Have I I've, I've told you my theory, right? Or it's not my theory, but the theory I've heard about dramas, it, you know, scripted TV dramas, is that there's a five season limit. Anything past five seasons, and you start going into territory that just doesn't make sense, or you're just kind of extending the story a little bit longer than you need to. Um, but like five seasons is kind of the perfect amount of time to to have a, a scripted drama and like really tell your story. When I look at Lost that way, I'm like, yeah, you take season three out, which is when they just kind of started spinning their wheels a little bit. Um, I think it was midway through season three when they set the end date. And like once they set the end date, they, they got back in gear and it was, you know, it was it was good. It was like see you at the finish line type thing. So if you take that third season out and you just had five seasons, it would have been an even better show in my opinion. Now, last season, notwithstanding, not even going there on the, on this, this episode. Um, where do you just quick summary? Are you a season six? Yay or nay guy? I'm pretty much yay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a pretty firm yay, but I know I'm like in the minority when it comes to this season six. I'm not we're not going down that that rabbit hole. Yeah, we but, but Breaking Bad is the perfect example to me of it's five seasons. And it's the only show, to my knowledge, or in in my opinion, that truly is better every single season. It's just like this constant crescendo into this just amazing finish. How many seasons? It's five seasons. Okay. You just said that, didn't you? Yeah. It's as I'm the perfect number. Turning the air down on my phone. Now it's a little weird because season one's pretty short. It's like seven episodes, I think. Season two, right. I think, is I don't know, thirteen. I or, think that's right. And then, you know, they kind of get in a more regular cadence for three and four and five. But um yeah, man. Mm, I love that show. I, I'd like to go back and watch that show again. But it's more approachable because there's no 22 episode season anywhere in that mix. So I feel like I can I can do that again. But Lost, yeah. I just don't know if I can ever really go back. But we have to go back. We have to go back. So I tr- I, I tried. Uh, it's probably two years ago or so that Blair and I started to rewatch Lost, and. It was very much just like this, like we either got to like really feel it and go for it yeah, or just not, you know, now, it was just all this other stuff to watch. And it was just like, I feel like it'd be better to watch, watch that stuff. Um, what I could do is I could curate my greatest hits mm. of loss because I, I mean, I could definitely go through each season That's interesting. And, and curate my, these are the must watch episodes again right um and that would probably at least cut it down by like 75 percent. Hmm. probably i don't know there'd be a lot in season one there'd be um you know probably a lot in two three wouldn't have that many uh four would have quite a few 
five. Uh, I mean, it, but it would cut it down. I mean, that would be more approachable, I think, is if I just went, sat down, picked that, the episodes, well, like Charlie says, your greatest hits, and then I just go and, and go through those. Oh, man. I, I think I'm talking myself into it. I, I could Thank be on you, board Philip. for that. Man, now I want to That's do not that. a bad idea because, yeah, just thinking about rewatching as a concept, even, you're not rewatching for the story necessarily because you already know yeah. the story. You're not rewatching to follow follow the plot quite as much now it has been it's been eight years since the show ended there would be so some there's stuff. a lot of stuff i've probably forgotten but i was this is true i was pretty dang obsessed with that show you know as it was going on and so i probably remember quite a bit and you rewatched it once i so. did rewatch the entire thing once i tell you though there's a lot of uh, i don't know there's a lot of things in that show that would be hard harder for me to watch now than before like having had kids now and having lost a parent like there would be some things that i don't know maybe i'm not ready to go back and watch yeah those episodes yet but because i used to watch every um every year on the anniversary of the finale i would watch the finale until uh, i guess like two years ago and then Mm. i I stopped yeah but I, i want to i mean we have to go back. We we got to do this. I'm I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna do. Um, this weekend, I'm gonna wrap my lost greatest hits. All right. Sprint had this incredible deal. Um, this week, I mean, presently does that because yeah, you're on a deadline here, right? You, you haven't made a decision. Well, still have you? So the decision was kind of made for me because, um, so Sprint's Sprint's offer was so. A week or two ago, they were offering an iPhone 8 for $8 a month for their 18-month lease. And then you could pay the for the rest of the six months so that you actually own the phone, six months to get you to 24, you would pay the full price, not not $8 a month. Oh, um, okay. so, so you would pay eight times 18, and then you would pay like $30 or right around there, 31 probably, 31.67 probably. Um, times six. So not that much for an, for an iPhone eight, um, a, a good deal. I mean, granted there's new stuff coming out obviously. So not the greatest deal, but now this week they have another flash sale, um, for the iPhone 10, you pay $5 a month for 18 months to lease it. And then you could pay just the 4167, um, that it usually would be for the remaining six months. And it, Basically, you're going to pay $370 all told for an iPhone 10, which is really dang yeah. good. And is even good when you look in, look two months into the future in my mind. Right. Because if the iPhone 10 comes down to $800, say, and they have a deal that you get like $200 off, you trade in a phone to get $200 off, that's still not getting you anywhere close to 370 This is with a trade-in of a phone. Um to me, though, it kind of these kind of deals further kind of indicate to me that the iPhone 10 won't be for sale anymore. I don't know. Um, it, it's hard to say. Um, Other than that, just clearing out inventory, that could could be the case. I don't know. Um, to me, that the iPhone 10, present iPhone 10, I think is still going to be, especially to me, if I go to a larger phone like that, I don't want to go 
if I go larger, I don't want to go to 6.1. Like I only want to go <laughs> only to 5.8. Only to 5.8, yeah. But I mean, the OLED screen is a greater advantage to the to the LCD screen. So I, I do feel like, I don't know. I mean, the the arguably the iPhone 9, let's call it, um, 6.1 inch LCD screen is going to have a faster processor. It'll probably have the newest processor in it. I wouldn't see why not. But still, that OLED screen on the iPhone 10. I think there's a, there's a there's an argument to be made that the iPhone 10 is actually still a better phone than that iPhone 9 that we think um, we think will be the 6.1 yeah. LCD version with a faster processor. What I came to find out was that you had to add a new line to your account to get this deal ah, from Sprint. Okay. And so in my mind, there was a catch somewhere. Okay, so we could add a new line by just like erasing my line and then adding one. But you have to do that over a month, and I would have to change my number because the new line has to have a new number. And <sighs> Honestly, keeping my number that I've had since I had got a cell phone when I was 15, I think like that's probably worth, I mean, that's worth hundred dollars to me. Just really? Because I think that's so. Interesting. Um, I don't know how long you've had your number. I've had my number since my freshman year of college. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So it's like 12 years now. There's just so much annoyance that that would bring and. I don't know. I, I wouldn't just, hate losing my number only because I still have a four seven nine number. Yeah, and as as an employee of five hundred one life, <laughs> I feel kind of weird <laughs> with my four seven nine number. Uh, so you know, if that ever happened someday and I had to get a new number, it wouldn't tear me up too much. Right, but right. I do like my number though because it's it's got this. You know, I'm not going to say my number here on, on the show, <laughs> but it's got this really interesting cadence to it of a lot of repeating numbers and um every time i have to give my number to someone you know like whatever on on the phone like paying a bill or something i you know whatever it is anytime i give my number 90 percent of the time the person will be like oh wow that's a lot of like you know yeah, it's like the same numbers over and over again <laughs> it's just funny to me i'll have to look and see what your number is later because of course in this age, I have no idea which yeah. your number is and never did. I know my mother's cell phone number and I know Brittany's. So it's interesting. It. It's interesting. I was in a, in jury duty, um, on, like on, on a jury, um, murder? cause I got, got chosen. <laughs> There's been a murder <laughs> in Savannah. In Savannah. <laughs> Speaking of a show with the greatest hits, uh, Blair has finally, I'll say, started skipping around to a certain degree when it comes to Office episodes, skipping some of them. Well, that's only acceptable once you get to season six. Anything before that is not acceptable, in my opinion. So this is probably her 14th watch through. Doesn't matter. <laughs> not acceptable before season six. So even in some early seasons, she'll she'll skip to a little, little bit of a degree. She's, she's rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine now for only the rewatching for the, just the first time because she's only watched it through one time. Um, a jury is how we got to the murder in Savannah. Uh, it was Toby Flinders far, far, far from a murder. Um, but they, you could make a phone call, but I'm thinking like, okay, so everybody's gonna make a phone call. And I'm thinking like, does everyone know the number they need to call? Um, ah, like, you when, when you actually phone. got chosen, because you can't bring your cell phone into the to the justice building, is what it's called. Not, not called the courthouse there. 
it's for civil cases and um, the courthouse is different. The just at the justice building, you can't even bring your cell phone in, um, off or nothing. You can't. Bring what do you do? You have to leave it in your car. That's not safe. It's really hot outside. Eh. That's not safe <laughs> for your phone, for your you know hundreds of dollars phone. Extreme heat for your battery. Not good. I mean, put it in the shade. Even in the shade, it's way too hot. It could be. It was jury duty would be paying for my new phone. <laughs> Good luck with that. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get a jury to decide that. <laughs> okay, I'm suing the state. <laughs> oh goodness, but um, but yeah, I mean, it really made me think. Like, I know my wife's number, I know my mom's number, I know my dad's number. I, I know. I don't know. I have, I have a weird, pretty good memory, so I know. A lot of numbers. I had my credit card number memorized back in the day um, when you used to shop online, but you couldn't save your credit card. Um, I, I had it memorized after like the third or fourth time that I used it online. People always thought that was really weird um, and kind of dangerous if I was like a, a waiter or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's where my mind was going. I was like, they thought that was weird. But you know, I thought it was really weird when you knew theirs. That's really strange because when it comes to being a waiter, all you gotta do is write that down somewhere. Oh yeah, or like, take a picture of it's it. It's amazing to me. Obviously, in, in Europe they laugh at us because in Europe they bring out the machines. I guess what I gather. Um, so you actually never have to hand your card over to someone. Plus they have the chip system and it actually works well. And um, plus GDPR quickly, and it doesn't give them this insane sound when it wants you to now remove the card. Did you see that Target changed the sound that they're machines emitted i haven't been to target in a long time okay and since they renovated do you know, I don't know, do you know the sound that i'm talking about <laughs> right that sound it's like it worked great let me give you this really disconcerting sound to tell you so they've uh, they've redone that they would do a more cheery sound it tells you it's, it's ready to go good on you target good on you target um <laughs> you wouldn't mind having a 501 number i guess i could see that to some extent only because I work for a magazine okay. that's called 501 That seems Life. a little... Uh, far-fetched is not the right word. And a, also because... A little extreme. Well, but I don't live in the 479. You don't. Is Clarkson in the not, 479? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And we were a 501, you know, way back oh, okay. when. And then when 479 came out, that's... Right. Okay. Um, that was when I was pretty young. But I I don't live in that area code, and I don't plan on ever living in that area code again. Right. So, I mean, this is uh, this is my home and my job a little bit, you know, my side gig. So I just feel like it it would make sense if I had a five hundred one area code. But I don't ever call anybody, so it's not like I'm uh, you know paying long distance or any nonsense like that because that that's not even a thing long anymore. Long distance? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, like you know, back when you. No, I know what you mean. It's sarcasm. Yeah. Oh. People do not catch up my sarcasm for some reason. Because it, you don't that. have, you just don't have a strong enough edge to it. See, I feel like I have too strong of an edge. No, no, so no. People feel like your sarcasm. No, not, not, not strong enough edge. No. Explain. No, because your sarcasm sounds very similar to your, you know, just pure joy and happiness of talking but with But that someone. to me is the best part of it is mm -hmm. like, it's so authentic 
No, no. See, that you can't really tell a difference except for the fact that that was so ridiculous thing a thing to say. <laughs> I don't think you understand sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm isn't fun if the other person doesn't know you're being sarcastic. Well, but that's is that my fault or their fault? That that's where it's, that's where the disconnect. Be, it, I think it's. I think in this in. scenario, it's more on you because okay. it's so it's so close to your just normal demeanor that it's hard to hmm. it's hard to tell. So I really got to lay it on thick and I long distance. I, I have a coworker who it's the same, same scenario or former coworker. It's the same scenario, but hers is on the opposite end of where she's just always kind of dour anyway, that I'm, it's hard for me to tell mm. when she's not being sarcastic. Dour. What does dour mean? And, you know, just kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> I love a nice definition like that. that, that, that that's my definition some, of dour. Oh, I don't absolutely. even know if it's uh, absolutely if it's really. I can totally get on board with a with a nice uh, a noise <laughs> as a <laughs> definition. There needs to be a website for that. Of all the websites out there, I, the the other way I would describe it is you know kind of eeyore ish. Okay. <laughs> But she's she's like that all the time, so it's it's hard to tell when she's not being sarcastic. Like, gotcha. I have a hard, really hard time when she's being, you know, like genuinely kind because <laughs> it's hard to tell. Does she not work at Axiom anymore? She does. Yeah, we're just not on the same team. Interesting anymore. that you don't you refer to her as a former coworker. Well, we're we're not on the same team anymore. So, but okay, that's teammate. Co so coworker, you say has to be on the same team. Well, when you work at an organization that has thousands it's of people, large, it's huge, it's a little different. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Although we do, I, I can do, see that. I, I mean, do I still wouldn't... work with her occasionally, so it's not. This isn't the greatest example of it, but so the reason that I wanted to talk about this iPhone 10 deal from Sprint is because even at even before I thought before I thought that I wouldn't need a new line, when I thought like this was a, this was just I could like trade in my phone, keep my same line, have the iPhone 10 come onto my line. And it was gonna be $370 for an iPhone 10. I was still really torn leaving my SE yeah, for the okay. 10, even at this incredible price. I mean, I really think that's a it was a great deal. Um, and as I thought about the 10 compared to what will probably be um released for nine hundred dollars, let's say, the yeah. the 10 S or the 10 two or the 10 2018 whatever whatever, whatever they call it um it's gonna it's gonna have a faster processor it's gonna have potentially another gigabyte of ram there's rumors that may go from three to four it's gonna have potentially a faster modem um a cellular uh modem or just better in in certain lte um areas probably not around here really we're probably not getting the fastest lte um in little rock and conway um but Really, no, nothing to me that makes that phone at 900 or even if there's a deal to get it at 700 after trade-in or something along those lines, that makes it that much better than if I could get a 10 for 370 right. trading in my phone. So, um, but just the more I thought about it, it was just like, but I really love the four inch <laughs> phone. I love using it and I don't want to not use it. But and I mean, you, you're going to have to, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen so for you, man. So that's the thing is that it just doesn't seem so, obviously this is an interesting deal because it comes 
two, three weeks before, th- three weeks, uh, probably three weeks before they're going to announce things. I think uh, Wednesday, September 12th, I think is, is when I saw Gruber and some folks um, betting on. And I, so it's just interesting to, to think if I, if I, if I took advantage of that deal, if it was actually a deal that could have been taken advantage of, um, and I pay 370 for an iPhone 10 and traded in my iPhone SE to do that. I just would. So if that happened and they released another, really, I was thinking, well, what, what could they release where I'd be kicking myself and like any four inch phone at all. If they just update that four inch yeah. phone at all, you'd be, you'd be hurting. Then, then I, I want to buy it. I want to have that. I just want to keep using it. And if they released, if they didn't release one, this this is where this is where I was really like I just really want to keep using the SE. Is that even if they don't release a four inch phone, like I'm just not ready to stop using it. I'm not ready. <laughs> You're not emotionally ready to say goodbye. I just love the hey, you experience could- of using a, a phone where I can reach everything with with one hand. Well, you don't have to get rid of it. You can still use it can be your pocket phone for that's it's 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 difficult it can be your dedicated podcast phone you just listen to all your podcasts on <laughs> it so right now i have two phones you know uh, yeah so you're already and used to it there's just some difficulties with you know that. what's better I mean, than you gotta carry two go phones oh three phones don't even. <laughs> so i did get my iphone 5 out and iPhone 5, which is only on iOS 10, because it only can be up to iOS 10. I've been meaning, when I thought this was actually a potential deal that could could be had for me, um, for this iPhone 10, for 370, I, I, I was thinking, well, if I trade in the SE, how doable is it for the iPhone 5 to be my one-handed phone that I grab when I want to use one-handed it's on ios 10 and i was just like well if i like it that much just just stick with the se i don't these are really interesting scenarios you're walking yourself through Philip. oh i just i want them i so i so wish that they would release an iphone a four inch iphone just an update to that se while I was looking at stuff online, so I, I looked at Mac rumors, looked at what is being uh, rumored because I was trying to compare iPhone 10 to the next iPhone 10, let's call it. And then I was also looking at SE and looking at the latest rumors on that to where like, is there any chance that this is coming? And really, really, there's not. I don't think. Maybe, maybe there's still hope, but it's just going to look exactly the same and just be internals. So it certainly seems like if it's coming. It is definitely going to look exactly the same yeah. because otherwise there would have been leaks of right. new parts. Because right now, the the parts would just look exactly like an SE. So how would how would somebody in that position know that this is yeah. not for an SE? It's for a, a SE two or whatever you may call it. Um, so in looking at those rumors, I happened upon that horrid rumor that from the from the case manufacturer or was it a yeah, it's a case manufacturer or a screen screen protector manufacturer that was claiming that they were coming going to come out with a, a iPhone 10 style <laughs> SE, SE 
just the rudest, just the absolute, <laughs> the gall that anyone would have to float that. It's just, ah. Oh. I, I kind of feel like there's there's some hope that you might get an SE2, not an iPhone 10 style SE2, but uh, just because with this new three phone model, they're really, I mean, there's there's not going to be anything on that lower end, you know, for folks. So why not just update the internals and still have that option at that that cheaper price point? And it, it you know, what what's it going to cost Apple? It's not going to cost them anything. They're definitely not having to do any design work again, which was the appeal for them, I think, of the original SE, right? I mean, it was... Oh, yeah. They're saving costs there. And I don't know. Like, I feel like it might still could happen, but I think it would just be, you know, internal bumps only, which for you, would, because you like your four inch phone, you're not having to power anything kind of, kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, when I see this three phone option, I just feel like something's missing still from that. So maybe, maybe there's going to be a, fourth phone little se2 in there but just not any huge changes other than certainly some faster processors in there but i don't know i i, I kind of have a feeling that you might might still i just i still don't understand really but but you know i i, I want it to happen for you this time of the month man we'll know it's we'll know it's really coming no if you'll get that se2 yeah Oh man, we're getting to some good times. We're gonna have stuff to talk about. It's not gonna be any weird, uh, uh, that, weird uh, rambling. That's I'm not looking at the true. show notes. <laughs> I told you this. I told you this as uh, as I realized that it's getting close. That I do believe that Apple events, the the two, three, four of them that there are per year, and especially this this September event, the iPhone event. It's like Christmas. I think it's, and I don't know, like I don't want to be in trouble with, I mean, I don't want to be sacrilegious. <laughs> yes. Lowercase in a way, in a way, like it's better than Christmas. <laughs> it certainly is a prelude to my Christmas. This is, this is very true. <laughs> this is very true, potentially. Although it's, it's sort of kind of not because like, I'm not going to wait till Christmas, especially the way that Apple price, Apple, Apple, uh, Apple products are priced. Like they don't really go on much of a sale. Yeah, if they you're not getting any sale. deal. Yeah. So if I'm going to buy it now and use it for some number of months or wait for months, like I'm not waiting for months just to spend the same price. on. Well, it. let me, let me rephrase that. Go for it. I'm not going to wait till Christmas, but, but they're definitely my Christmas presents. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Whether they come in September, October, November or December. Yeah. It's going to be some tough calculations this year, though. I mean, come on. Let's think about it. Brittany needs a new phone. I would love to get a new watch. But if I get a new watch, Brittany probably needs to get a new watch. Why? I mean, just to be fair. See, you know? I, I disagree with that. But, but she's got the 38 millimeter Series Zero. She needs a new watch more mm, than I do. I forget about these details. You know, I mean... She doesn't care. So, so she gets a new watch and you don't. Yeah, I don't know if I can live in a world like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I mean, these new iPads. 
Like that's not that's not even a possibility for me. But out of all of the things, mm. that's probably what I want the most. So why is it a possibility? Well, I'm not gonna pay for one. Okay, I just it's just not in the it's just not in the cards, man. You're not gonna pay for one because you're comparing it to what you already have for free. Yes, in the in the first gen twelve nine, that makes sense. And and you're hopeful that it's some point in the future. And then on top of all that, new AirPods, man. Like maybe so. And Brittany wants some. She's been not so subtly hinting that she would like some wireless headphones, but she could just there you go. She could just you know take my old ones. There you go. All, all this to say. I can't get all these things. Man. So uh, so you have how many jobs right now? And uh it's like <laughs> I it, it just keeps increasing. For a plus one. Yeah. This is a it feels like a rec diffs, more rec diffs than a talk, uh talk show tonight. So I've been thinking about that. Um so I like rec diffs a lot more than you. You do, yeah. I will I'll just I claim. I can't even it's probably been three or four episodes since I've listened to one. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still subscribed. I'm still downloading. So they're getting what they want out of me, but <laughs> I just, I, I, and I go in and I read the full, uh, rundown of the show notes, which their show notes are particularly interesting every week. I need to read them. Um, but to see if there's something that I want to listen to right. in there. So I'm not like just turning a blind eye to it, but I've gotten in the past I don't know, month. I've gotten very vicious with my listening time. Um, I've even like completely unsubscribed from a sh- few shows uh, because I know this about me that I, I, I'm very much like have this completionist mindset sometimes. And so I had to like sit down with myself and say, am I listening to these shows because I want to listen to them or am I just listening to them to mark them off my list? And I just, I listen to a lot of shows as it is. And so, um, I've just decided, I know I'm not going to unsubscribe from all these shows, but I'm just going to be a little more selective with the ones I listen to. And, and I'll look at it like, uh, ATP was a great example that came out today, Mm -hmm. I think. And, um, that's a show that does such a good job with chapters that, makes it easy for me to, to be like, okay, well, I want to listen to these chapters. So I listened to the, the MacBook review, you know, listen to all that stuff. I skipped a lot at the front though. I just kind of went straight to the MacBook review and then skip most of their ask ATP, except for, I think the very first question. So I, I'm just, I'm not going to listen to a whole show just to listen to it anymore. I've, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm being a little more vicious and we'll see if I miss some shows, then I'll, stop being that way but i don't know man I, i've i've hit this breaking point i feel like with my podcast <laughs> but the weird thing was is um like this weekend i got to the weekend and i had nothing in my queue and that never happens on the weekend like never never as long as i've used overcast which is i think over two years now that's never happened to me and so I was like, what am I going to do? Cause I got to install this flooring and I'm going to need something in my ear to get me through this. <laughs> and, uh, so I found a new show and listened to 20 episodes of it. It was, you know, it was it, somehow I'm, is it, 
Somehow so, I managed. Somehow yeah. I managed. So a show about The Office. Some perfect show for me. Absolutely. And it's short. They're you know pretty short episodes, like thirty minutes max. So um, I was able to knock all those out in one day, <laughs> or not one day. It, it did extend over to Sunday, but I knocked them out pretty quick. And now I'm like, when did these come out? Because I have no point of reference for when they actually... I assume it's every week, but I don't really know. <laughs> I really don't know. I haven't listened to a lot of them. I, I listened to the first few or several. I marathoned it hard. I, so I have way too many podcasts that I'm subscribed to. And it, I would love to get it down to just the ones I listen to and just listen to those. Even to just have like a playlist that is... Just the ones that I always listen to. Oh, yeah. Um, Which Overcast I, makes that really easy yes, to do. Yes. So I think it would be worth my time to try to do that. At the same time, it just kind of depends on how I'm feeling on whether I'm going to listen to that or not. And a, and a lot of times, like I'll have a... Um, I'll have a... There's just certain podcasts that have a great episode and I just feel like, well, if this podcast can put out an episode like that, I should listen to every single one of them. Mm. And yet it's just, no, like that was a great version of this podcast. The next one is it's fine. But with the enormous amount of, of content that I have of podcasts, you know, that I have to listen to, I don't make it through everything a lot of times. Mm. So if I'm not going to be making it through everything, then I've really got to prioritize what I do make it through. See, that was my problem, though, is I would find a way to make it through because of my just my crazy. <laughs> See, I guess I've taken it to such an extreme that there's, there's no, no way there's no way that. that I can make it through everything I have within an overcast. Gotcha. Um, in part because I just haven't kept it organized like maybe like maybe I should. And at the same time, it's almost. Because I, I feel like I could be in your same boat if I really kept it constrained. Then I would feel like, well, I kept it constrained, so I got to make it through all these. And I don't know how great that would be. Yeah. So it's almost like I've let it just string out so far that now, I mean, there's, I mean, sometimes there's, I could look at my all episodes because that's the only thing I have is just the all episodes. Um, I, I deleted that today because I have a, I have another playlist that's, basically the same function, uh -huh. but I just use it slightly differently. And I didn't even realize all episodes was already there. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the name of mine a lot better. There I named it Levi FM. So there you go. Um, yeah, I just finally deleted that. I didn't even really know it was there until I created my own playlist. <laughs> I just, you know, you know me, I just completely miss huge features that are right, I, there, right there in I front of me. I do know you missing things just a little bit i uh part of it though for me the past couple of weeks is i've hit a lull in not having a lot of um like heavy video projects right now so i actually have had more time during the day to listen to podcasts and so i'm i'm not getting behind at night you know and so really every every day the last few weeks i wake up and only have like one or two and it's my, you know, my morning shows that I'm mm -hmm. going to listen to and knock out pretty quick. And so it's just been, I've actually had time to listen to some music here lately. And so it's been weird. It, it, so I don't know how much of it is. My work schedule has allowed me to listen to more. Uh, plus the fact that I'm being more selective in which ones I'm knocking out. And it, it's, I'm growing as a podcast consumer, I guess. As a person. 
No, not as a person, no. just a podcast <laughs> consumer. <laughs> oh, I, I don't really know what to say about MoviePass other than they got some big ones, man. Some of the things they've been doing since the last time uh, we talked about it, which has been what, two weeks now, a little over, or I guess a yes. week and a half, maybe something like that. Yeah. But I'm not even mad about it. I kind of admire them. Like, I kind of admire the boldness they've had. So, so since we last talked, I think where we left off last time was I had quit Movie Pass completely. You'd certainly. I tried to. Tried to. Come to find <laughs> that, out. That's the right way to put I, that. I had quit Movie Pass, but I still had until the 18th, which is a couple days from now, uh, before my subscription ran out. And I think when we talked, they hadn't even, they were still doing the peak pricing. They were having all this crazy nonsense going on with like blacking. That's when they finally first admitted that they were not going to have, you know, what the first two or three weeks of major releases with Mission Impossible being the one that kind of kicked that off. Um, They've done a lot of flip flopping. (laughs) So last we talked is when, they, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they had, had they changed to 1495. I believe so. Okay. At that point. And they were I limiting believe, it to three movies. I don't even think they had done that yet though. Because I, don't, I, I don't think the 1495 I'm looking it up now was limiting to three movies. So they were just increasing the price, but keeping, they were going to keep, uh, unlimited movies, I guess. They've they've gone back and forth so so many times it's hard to tell. So oh, it's so hard. So they they were going to go to fourteen ninety five, then they come back to nine ninety five, but they're limiting it to three movies a month. But they're also taking out peak pricing, so no more peak pricing, and uh, but it is going to be nine ninety five and limited to three movies a month. Which, if I'm being honest, that's not that that's appealing to me again. The the part of it that. Is still on, on its face, just just given those facts for how I use movie movie pass and how I'm looking at other similar offerings. Three movies a month is fine with me. I'm 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 not going to see more than three movies a month. So the nine ninety five and getting rid of the peak pricing, I was like I could see myself doing this again. The deal breaker still for me though with with that is is the fact of this major release thing. And now, even today, they came out and said something like, they're only going to be offering six movies a day. So this is the strangest thing that I, to me, of all, of all the things that have happened with MoviePass, this is the strangest. At moviepass.com slash movies, at the top of the page, it says, this week's movies. Full lineup of movie titles available on MoviePass in the coming days. Thursday, August 16th, uh, Black Klansman, The Meg, and then a bunch of, and then five indie films, Miseducation of Cameron Post, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We the Animals, Skate Kitchen, Juliet Naked, Summer of 84, movies that are not really much of anywhere. So basically, basically Black Klansman and The Meg. Are yeah. the two movies that you can use Movie Pass for today? 
No other movie can you use movie pass for, except for those five indie things. Tomorrow, Mile 22, Christopher Robin, not Black Klansman, not the Meg that you could use for the day before. But no, Friday's a new day, new set of movies. Saturday, Alpha, Slenderman, those five indie movies. Not Mile 22, not Christopher oh, Robin. Wow. So that you, you got could one on day. Friday. Wow. So yes, it's so strange. Sunday, Crazy Rich Agents, Black Lines. So it seems like there's two actual like non-indie movies per day. And it just like switches back and forth. And no. Wild. I So weird. The rate at which they are can, just changing the game plan. It's like every day at this point, they're, they're trying something different. It seems like it. And, but like I said, you know, when they, when they came out and said, Hey, we're going back to 995 after sticking at 1495 for like two days, we're going back to 995. It's going to be three movies a month. If that was really it, I could live with that. And you could see movies. I could do it. Even movies, even all, even if it was just all the movies that are past two weeks. Uh, that would still be hard for me, but I could probably live. I could probably live with right, that. right. But but all this craziness, it's just it. Well, okay. So then, let me tell you what else happened, Philip. I had already canceled my subscription right before you left for your vacation. Well, three days ago, I get an email congratulating me on signing up for the new plan, the new you know. Three movies a month, nine ninety five plan, and I'm like, what? That's I'm definitely not doing that because I canceled it already. And uh, I read, I keep reading, and at the very bottom it says something to the effect. I'm paraphrasing here. Um, if you had previously canceled your plan, bef- basically before we initiated this new plan, but you were still on the billing cycle, then ba- we basically just said <laughs> just kidding uh you're you're gonna you're automatically signed up for this new plan like i said earlier i'm not even mad like i'm i'm honestly impressed that they have the nerve to do it i'm I'm like i wish i had that kind of boldness in my life <laughs> i'm just not confrontational enough to to be like that oh man but i respect it i respect the desperate dying breaths of movie life or movie pass and what they're trying to do here. Um, but I did, uh, I did, you know, go back and, and cancel it for the second time. To re recancel. I recanceled. Uh, and we'll see. I mean, I've got two more days. We'll see if I end up getting charged again. I wouldn't be surprised if I do in fact end up with another charge, but we'll, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, they claim that it was a, a bug this got sent out and you basically got <laughs> volunteered to opt in just because movie pass thought you would want to sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine the amount of people that they've, that are going to be caught by this. It's going to be well, a large number. So I, I believe that I believe that they, claimed uh so the company says no members um i want to say at some point in this whole thing that 
they said, hey, if you asked us to cancel, we accidentally sent this email, but we are going to cancel. But I don't know. I never get anything like that. Again, we will see. I mean, this is all just like statements. I went in and canceled again. Got the cancellation email a second time. There you go. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see. (laughs) Even even in that case. um, To be continued. Yeah. So, I mean, I do do feel like it's absolutely true. I was talking with my dad about this. The day that movie passed, backed out on 1495, back to 995, dropping the peak pricing, um, and dropping ticket verification. And to me, it's just like, listen, like, do you want to be profitable or not? <laughs> because to me, what so when I originally heard that they were gonna move to 1495, yeah, they were gonna lose some people, but they would still hold on to plenty of folks that would still be a plenty good deal for lots of folks reasonable price and would be just a much closer closer reach for them to get profitable from i mean you're basically looking at i mean if someone sees uh a night a movie at night and a matinee you may be able to break even on them in in a good amount of markets so if they just see one movie particularly if it's a matinee during the month for whatever reason, there's plenty of people that only make it to one movie a month. Um, now, would they subscribe to Movie Pass? That's another discussion. But I just feel like there's a there's a sensible way to to profitability in that case. Um, and it just felt like they were they just like, I mean, obviously there was this outcry of like, how how can you go up to fourteen ninety five? It's madness. I'm done. I'm canceling. It's just like, okay, like let them go. <laughs> Shed if the, they were going the to cost weight. you money, let them go. Like I told my dad, it's it's to felt it to me. It felt like MoviePass was like, oh, you you will go. Well, then we have to keep the price low. I don't I don't know what else we can do. And it felt to me like we obviously many many people would love and would probably buy more Apple products if they were cheaper. And yet, that doesn't mean that Apple should turn around and make their products cheaper so that they can sell more of them if that means that they would make less profit. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, particularly when you're looking at either just trying to get greater than zero profit <laughs> movie pass, you know, I mean, not to mention even less profit. I don't well, know. And, and I don't know if you saw the, the story um, that basically in a year's time, they've gone from like $3 million operating loss to like hundreds of millions of dollars. So, you know, I don't know how different that is necessarily than, um, than a lot of companies that get funded by VCs. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that extreme in most cases, but do most of those but certainly, companies I mean, like Twitter was losing enormous amounts of money until they actually started, you know, folding ads into things and doing the um, promotions and all this sort of stuff to, to make money now. Um, I mean, Facebook as, as well. I mean, and, and lots of, lots of, uh, of VC funded companies, they're free for, uh, you know, a whole long time so that they can then make money eventually. Um, but I just don't see the end game for, Oh, you see the end game for that. Well, (laughs) yes. Um, 
but any end game of, of profitability, you're just, if, if you're not willing to commit to being profitable, I just, I don't know. It's just such a, it feels so Michael Scott paper company <laughs> to me, which in, which in part I think is where you're feeling. And, and I, I kind of see this feeling. I don't know if I share it quite as much, but your feeling of just like, how bold can you be? To just say, like, yeah, like, that's what we're going to do. Can you believe that? You know? Here we go. And I'm not mad. But I did cancel for the second time. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how long it stays in its current status. And now they're getting sued by their shareholders. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Goodness. It just, every, it feels like every day there's a new MoviePass article to read. And I... Right. I don't, I don't know. It's really It's sad because I, it's a it's a great service but it's a service as currently, you know, made up is never going to never going to make it. It just can't. But I wish it could because I love it, but just because I love it doesn't mean even at just some more reasonable price. I mean even if, even if that's $20, which it was what AMC is charging to just see movies at AMC theaters. Yeah. Um, obviously, AMC as a business is much different than MoviePass as a business. So there's a whole lot of different economics there. But, I mean, I would absolutely pay $20 for MoviePass to be a solid service where I can see some number of movies that make sense for me a month. Um, but anyways, it's, it's, it's a very interesting ride to be on with my annual plan just to see uh see what this see looks like See if you like. can make it to march that's and, your uh, goal <laughs> yeah see if, if it's even around in in march the and, other thing and, and just what what it will look like i just i don't feel like what it looks like now can be what it's going to look like in like a month oh it'll probably months. next week right i mean you would think because a the way that they roll things out is so, it's just weird on, on some level because it's as if they feel like people aren't going to ever figure it out or we're just going to roll this way until people do figure it out because nowhere really, like basically what they say, and we, we read through some of their ambiguity when it comes to like different show times during different days. But I mean, at this point, they're basically only supporting two movies ignoring any movies that are in like hundred hundreds um, below, below a thousand theaters I mean, yeah anywhere around here um that are really just supporting two movies a day and it's pretty random which ones you support and not even which days. all times i think they're even not not, being... all, not all times either yeah so <laughs> Like they're just trying to tweak the uh, the algorithm until it's somehow profitable. <laughs> I guess. How can we turn these dials to where not enough people can actually use our product, but we'll still pay for it? That's that, I feel like that's what they're trying to do. I mean, and point. maybe at this point, they're just trying to figure out how can we prevent our service from being used, <laughs> but still have people try to stick with us to at least recoup some money. But... I haven't signed up for an alternative yet, and and MoviePass ends for me in in two days. 
So I'm still, I'm still kind of thinking about Cinemia, which is how you say that. I'll can, accept. Can, I'll accept their name, and that's their name they chose. My my challenge. Not the name I would choose. <laughs> I would. Yeah. The Ia part's kind of weird. Yeah, it's just weird. it's weird. Uh, the challenge for me, and I don't know if I said this last time we talked or not, or if this is a conversation I had with my wife. It's all kind of blending together at this point. Uh, the challenge I have is that the the price is great um, for, for us. I'm kind of conflicted because they have family plans, right, where you can get up to, you can have multiple tickets a day for either two days or three days, depending on the plan you pick. And you can even go more than two. I mean, you can go up to as many as you want and they just keep, you know, increasing the price. The The challenge for me though is, do I go with a family plan? Because you can only, if you do a two day plan for a month, then you get two tickets for that day, whether two people go or not. And so I'm like, that kind of feels wasteful because sometimes I want to go to the movie on a Sunday night late by myself. Well, we would just be wasting a ticket um so i'm just like looking at the different options should should me and Brittany just both sign up but for an individual and like maybe i sign up for a three three movies a month and she signs up for two or you know something like that to where mm-hmm. we don't have to necessarily always go together but if we do great or um so i'm just trying to think through all those things and the other kicker for me is that they they have like a membership fee if you're paying month to month it's a one-time fee well i I say one time, I it, I guess it's yearly. I, I hadn't really looked, but um, but if you pay for a year up front, then you don't have to pay that membership fee. So I'm just kind of trying to figure out the the math and and it's definitely a, a great a great option. Um, I did the whole my table rundown like I did for Movie Pass when I decided I was gonna gonna kill my relationship with Movie Pass. Um, some of the numbers have changed since movie pass has gone back down to nine ninety five, but, and the peak pricing isn't a thing anymore, but they're basically the same now. Um, at, at least the plans I've been looking at when I factor in, you know, if, if me and Brittany both get one versus me just getting one and then her paying for a ticket, you know, like all that, all those economics that I was considering last time, but, uh, I haven't, haven't pulled the trigger yet. And I haven't even used movie pass since, um, you know, since we last spoke and, I don't know. Uh, I I would like to use it one more time just for, uh, you know, old time's sake, just end our relationship on a high note, but I don't know if I'm going to get to or not. And then I'll just have this card with nothing to do with it. I'll give it to my children, I guess, let them play with it. Uh, but yeah, I think cinema is a great option and I would, I'm still considering it. I just got to figure out which plan makes the most sense for, for us. Because that family plan thing, it, it's appealing on paper, but when you think about their policy being that you just get two tickets, whether two people come or not, like you just end up wasting a ticket. I, I don't like that. So. That's interesting. But if if Brittany and I both got two movies a month separately, it's the same price as if... Really? I think so. I mean, I, I'd have to look again, but I feel like when I was looking at it, it was like basically the same price. Hmm. So... um. It to me, it would just make more sense for us to just each get one Absolutely. separately, even if it was a little bit more, you know, still yeah. would probably be worth it because either way, with the membership thing, you pay per person. So, hmm. if you have a family plan, you pay 20 bucks per person, or if it's you know, just individuals, you're still paying 20 bucks per person. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, you know, the, all their plans. There's really no deal, right? Like, there's, there doesn't seem to be a way to really game their plans. Mm. You know, it's it's basically going to be the same no matter what. So you just kind of have to figure out which makes the most sense. So still mm. thinking through it. But I haven't been going to the movies much <laughs> the last month. So it's just not <clears throat> not something I'm going to pull the trigger on right now. Movie Pass was so simple. Yeah, it was. 